This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It's great to have everyone here listening to this podcast. It's going to be a while till we have another one, at least about the Blues, because the Blues don't play again until February 2nd against the Columbus Blue Jackets. After getting a 2 to nothing lead in L.A., things look good for them, but the Kings come back and won 4-3, to a very disheartening loss. The Blues did play good, but they didn't play good enough defensively to stop the Kings from coming back. There were some bright spots, but there were also some very bad spots in the game. Very inconsistent which is what we've seen from the Blues this year. Going into this game against the Ducks, you kind of figured the Blues would probably bounce back because the Ducks have had so many issues recently. They were once in a playoff spot, and they have just spiraled. And I'm going to tell you, they looked very bad in this game. I'm not taking anything away from the Blues because the Blues did play much better against the Ducks than they did against the Kings. Jordan Bennington would get the start in this game. He's had the hot hand, so the Blues are giving him every chance to keep playing. Let's go ahead and get to the highlights of the game. Like I said, the Ducks would strike first and take an early lead, one to nothing. Daniel Strong cuts into the middle, finds some room, pokes off his stick by Bomister. Strong shift with Jay Bomister, the 16-year veteran. It was a healthy scratch two days ago in L.A. Here's Sprung. High short side. Anaheim's first shot on goal is a shot in goal. 22nd game for Daniel Sprung since he joined the Ducks, and that is his eighth goal. And this is another snipe. Great job by Getzloff on the drop pass. Pareko had to defend the front of the net, so he could not challenge the shot by Daniel Sprung. And it's a quick snap of the wrist, and the shot is perfect. It is up and under the bar and in to give the Ducks a 1-0 lead. What a shot. Brom does some very hard work on this goal. He initially has it. It gets out of the zone. It's brought back in. The Blues are making a line change. It gets right in front of Bennington, puts it right over him, and the Ducks are up 1-0. That goal by Daniel Sprung was his eighth of the year. Getzloff gets his 23rd assist. Lenholm gets his 15th assist. Just 6 minutes, 44 seconds in. The Blues are up one to nothing. But in all honesty, guys, the Blues are definitely playing better than the Ducks at this time. This was just one of those goals that happens when sometimes you make a change and you can't get back on the ice quick enough. The Blues didn't put their heads down. They continue to play like they've been playing for the first 6 minutes of the game. And Vladimir Tarasenko who has been hot over the last couple weeks, gets his 17th goal of the year to knock this one up at one each. It sends a great message down there. It's hard to call a player that's not playing well there. All the other guys are thinking, well, now the Blues tie the game. Oh, Tarasenko oh stolen by Shen, and Tarasenko ties it at one. How do you like that? That's one of the few ways you can beat this goaltender. A quick 
play from behind the net. And Vladdy Tarasenko just lets this one rip after some good dirty work down low. I have liked the start for this line and Vladdy Tarasenko as well. Collision there behind. One player O'Reilly takes down two. And before the Anaheim Ducks can regroup in front of the net, they leave the most dangerous goal scorer on the Blues available. And that's Tarasenko. And he goes right over there and acknowledges Braden Shen. That's a terrific play down low. O'Reilly was huge on the goal. His hard work had a lot to do with that goal happening. And then Shin behind the net gets it to Tarasenko. Nobody's really on him. It reminded me recently of how the Blues have been letting a lot of not only guys open, but top scorers open in front of the net to where they score goals. I guess the Blues are trying to make sure that they can do a little bit of that too. But just a beautiful shot by Tarasenko. Gibson's a very good goalie, regardless of how bad his team's been playing. If his team hadn't been playing so bad, he would be up for the Vesna Trophy. That's how much I think of Gibson. He is a very good goaltender. But Tarasenko beats him this time because the D was not there for him to help him out. That goal by Tarasenko would be a 17th of the year. Shin, with that great pass from behind the net, gets his 18th assist. O'Reilly with some very hard work on that goal gets his 32nd assist. 10 minutes, 34 seconds in, we're knotted at one each. You heard me earlier say the Blues played very good. Well, actually, they played great in that first period. They outshot the Ducks 13-2. That takes a lot of hard effort. Even if the team you're playing against isn't playing very well at that time of the season, it takes a very good defensive effort. They did a great job in that first period. Going into the second period, the Blues continued it. They continued to dominate the Ducks. The Ducks looked slow. The Blues looked a lot faster. And I know that's shocking to a lot of people, even me, because the Blues have looked very slow throughout this season. But in this game, it was the Ducks. They looked like they didn't want to be there. They looked like they didn't care. It was just a sad, sad outing by the Ducks, and the Blues took advantage of it. Just two minutes, four seconds in, the youngster Zach Sanford gets his sixth goal of the year to make it two to one Blues. There's Devin Shore, again picked up in the trade for Cogliano. And now Maroon tips it, and the puck to center, and Sanford with Sunquist. Here they come, two on one. Sanford cuts in. A shot, he scores! Sanford with a great play, and the Blues take a two to one lead. Great puck protection by Sanford, getting his sixth goal of the year. Cutting in from the right side as a left-hand shot. Looked like he did a couple of double clutches there, and before he knew it, he had an opportunity to drive to the post. We saw in the first period, Carl Gunnarsson do that as well. Here, he's got time for not only his first shot, which Gibson stops, but there is no duck player right there. Everybody skates by it, so he takes the shot, gets stopped, gets the rebound, and then scores. A huge defensive breakdown on that. Sanford just takes it right into the offensive zone. One of the D-men just skates right past him, takes an initial shot, gets the rebound, puts it past Gibson, and the Blues are up 2-1. to one. That goal by Sanford was his sixth of the year. It was unassisted. Two minutes, four seconds in. The Blues are looking good, and it's looking like they're going to dominate another period, which, in fact, they did. Oscar Sundquist, Sanford's line mate, 
gets another goal, 7 minutes 41 seconds into the second. The Blues are cruising at 3-1, to one, and Anaheim looks really bad. And the Blues storm back the other way. And now Maroon, little toe drag move to the backhand in front. They score! What a play, and Sunquist buries it, and the Blues lead 3-1. to one. Holy jumping, what a reverse toe drag by Pat Maroon. Going down the right side, he gets it on the backside of his blade. Looks like he's pulling it back, and he went forward with it. Now there are the sick mitts that we're used to seeing from Patrick Maroon. Good defensive play, and he doesn't shoot it on net. He plays it to the front. The Blues are going to the middle of the ice, and they're getting some great chances right there. Not from the outside, from the inside. Have you guys noticed that when the Blues really work hard in front of the net, cause a lot of distractions, take the puck to the net, get rebounds, really be physical in front of the net, that they get a lot of goals. You can get goals from 15, 20 feet out, 25 feet out, but a lot of goals come to fruition because of the hard work in front of the net and because of taking the puck to the net. It's just great to see them do that in this game. That goal by Sunquist would be his 10th of the year. Maroon gets his 10th assist. Sanford, who had the goal earlier, gets his 7th assist. 7 minutes 41 seconds in. The Blues are up 3-1, to one, and that's the way the second period would end. The Blues outshot Anaheim 13-7. Not quite as bad as the 13-2 in the first period, but they still dominated, I thought. And they would continue to dominate in the third period. There would only be 10 shots on goal, six for the Blues, four for Anaheim. But the Blues would get two goals within 34 seconds of each other, one by Tyler Bozak and one by the youngster, Sammy Blay, to put this game out of reach at 5-1. to one. And throws it back to the goal for Schwartz to Bozak. And then Lindholm makes a good play ahead, but Preko pinches in. And he gets it free in front to Schwartz. Wide open, a shot, and a save. They score! A second opportunity went off a skate, and the Blues take a 4-1 to lead. On the heels of some great pressure from the Anaheim Ducks, but the Blues don't break in that situation. And the first chance is by Schwartz, and he's got it right in the wheelhouse, and he fires it. A great save by Gibson off his right pad. But Bozak coming back off that head injury that he had, takes advantage. Pareko with the pass, this is the save I'm talking about. Oh my goodness, what a break that is. It goes off of Richie, and it looks like Bozak's just trying to play that to the front of the net, it caroms in off the right skate of Richie in front, and Gibson can't believe the bad fortune that he just got. Kekrin comes in, Ducks played up the boards, and back to center right. Schwartz and Pareko get the assist on the goal. And the Blues lead 4-1. And now another goal! As the Blues, Blay, I believe, makes it 5-1. Well, Sammy Blay has played a very strong game here against Randy Carlisle and the Anaheim Ducks. There is no doubt about that. Uh, the message coming into this game must have been real crystal clear for everybody because they've really performed well. They paid attention to the details. They're having a discussion with the referee right now. We see the McEachern play on the left side. And he waits, waits, buys some time. He's trying to jam it there. 
And then the quick shot there by Sammy Blade. He makes no mistake going to the stick side. The first one off the pad, the second one off the back and the pad and just barely trickles over the goal line. When things are going bad, they go really bad for you. If you remember at the first of the year, goals were going off of players such as Bo Meester into the net and other Blues players. It just seemed like it was happening all the time. That's what happened on this one. Gibson makes the initial save, goes right out in front of him, goes off the skate of one of his players and right into the net. And Tyler Bozak, who recently returned, gets a goal. Just hard luck for Gibson tonight. That goal by Bozak, 7th of the year, Schwartz, 18th assist, Pareko 5th assist, 8 minutes 42 seconds in. And as I said, 34 seconds later, Sammy Blay comes in with some great effort and gets his second goal of the year. Great pass from McEachern. He gets his first assist. Gunnarsson gets his fourth assist. 9-16 into the third. The Blues are up 5-1, and that's the way the game would end. Shots on goal. The Blues outshot the Ducks 32-13. A great defensive effort by the Blues, but a bad offensive game by the Ducks. Faceoffs, the Ducks actually won that battle 51% to 49%. The Blues didn't have any power play opportunities. The Ducks were 0 for 1. The Ducks outhit the Blues 32 to 25. And the Blues outblocked the Ducks 16 to 12. Let's head to the postgame interviews. We're going to hear from Zach Sanford with that great goal, the recently returned Tyler Bozak with that lucky goal, and Pat Maroon, who I thought had a very good game. Haven't seen a good game like this from him in a while. And then we're going to end the interviews, of course, with Coach Craig Berube. You know, we played a solid game. I think we limited uh, to the chances and, and the shots. And, and uh, for the most of that game, we played our game and, and we were able to, took it to take it to him. <clears throat> you pretty much feel like you, the team was in control of that game pretty much from the start? Yeah, there was a couple of stretches where we, we didn't like our game, but, um, <clears throat> you know, like I said, for the most part, I thought, thought we stuck to our game. We were, we were getting pucks past their D and getting pucks down low, and, and when we were able to do that, we, uh, we dominated them. Then for you, in your first game back, that's got to feel good to have a game like that. Yeah, that was good. Um, our line was playing really well, I thought. I mean, Sonny and, uh, and Patty, we were, uh, we were clicking, playing hard and, and playing the right way. And, you know, when you play together and play the right way, you get rewarded. Is it a good way to go into uh, having or eight or nine days off? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought we played a, uh, a real solid game. Um, created a lot of opportunities. You know, we had a lot of shots, and, uh, you know, it's quite a few shots when you don't get a power play. So um, I thought all four lines did a really good job. Um, defense, goaltending, uh, held held their chances to a minimum. And uh, so overall, it's a good game for us to feel confident going into the break. Uh, Zach comes back, gets a goal and an assist. You come back, get a goal. It's a good timing hasn't necessarily been a thing for this team, but it seemed like today things came together well. Yeah, it sure did. I mean, like I said, I think everyone played well throughout the lineup. Obviously, Sandy had a great game, had a huge goal for us um, at that stage of the game, and then obviously I just got lucky with mine. But again, I thought we created a lot of chances. Um, it was fun playing with Schwartz and Steiner. I thought we did a lot of good things. So um, hopefully we can keep working together and gain some more uh, chemistry and um, you know just keep getting better as a group.
Do you like the way the line worked? Yeah, I did. Obviously, I was a little rusty, I think, you know, after you miss some games. But, uh, you know, those guys make it easy on you. They, they're smart players. They're always in the right spot at the right time. And, again, I thought we had a lot of chances. Schwartz hit the post on one. Um, you know, we had some two-on-one opportunities. So, um, yeah, hopefully uh, it sticks like that, but we'll see. It feels good. Uh, obviously, losing that game in L.A., our focus, our main focus tonight was getting those two points and you know they're a desperate hockey team over there too just like us and we're all fighting for that wild card spot moving up in the standings and to f have this win going in the break is this huge hopefully we can get some momentum off this you really had to come out aggressively tonight take it to them right from the start yeah i thought we did i thought all four lines were effective tonight we played really good sound defensively we broke out clean we got opportunities off the rush and we uh we capitalized off uh, some some goals that we needed, and it's good to see some guys get rewarded tonight, like Sammy Blaze and uh, Schwartz. He was so close. I mean, hopefully, you know, the guys are just everyone's chipping away at this at right now, and uh, this is the goals are going to be hard to come by coming in February. You know, everything starts to tighten up, so hopefully we can find a way to keep going here. You guys had dominated the start there, and then they on their first shot on goal in the game go up one nothing, but. Seems like you guys handled that pretty well and coming, getting back into it and keeping on the aggressiveness after yeah, that. Uh, we just stayed aggressive, did our things that uh, that we were doing the first whatever five minutes of the game. You know, obviously they got that break, um, but you knew if we st stayed on them, kept going on them, doing our forecheck and doing the little things, we were going to get rewarded, and we did. Real good game, solid effort for 60 minutes. Um, you know. Guys played really well, and it, yeah, we needed to win for sure. And uh, going into the break, it's a good way to go in and on a positive note for sure. What did you like most about this game? Just our our pressure and aggressiveness, and you know we were we attacked right away in the game, uh, skated, forward checked hard, and you know when we're on our toes like that and we're shooting pucks and attacking and, and you know winning puck races, I know we're ready to go. Is that something that you needed, wanted coming off the game Monday, that you wanted to come out <clears throat> aggressively in this one? Well, I think in the first period, it's really important, you know, coming in here and, and just setting the tone, and I thought we did that. Zach Sanford in his first game back, mm -hmm. nice an assisted goal there, doing it himself, and then yeah. uh, other plays throughout. It seemed like he made his presence. Well, that line was really good. I thought they were solid all, all night, and uh, he had a he had a heck of a game for sure. But um, the whole line was really good. And Maroon's play to set up Sunquist's goal was a was an excellent effort. Mm -hmm. Good one on one play, and you know we 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 keep talking about just attacking the net, attacking the net, and guys are doing a good job. And it seemed like the Tarasenko goal was one of the things maybe you were looking for when you put Shen and O'Reilly together on that yeah, line. Yeah, that line looked really good. I thought Shen had a heck of a game on wing. Um, you know, they had the puck in the offensive zone a lot, did a lot of good things with it, and um, I thought they looked good together. You go into the break now, your playoff spot, you're close to a playoff spot now. <clears throat> where, where does this team stand right now? Well, right where it stands, like, I mean, when we come back, you know, it's um, it's a grind. February is a tough month. A lot of games, a lot of road games. But we've been a good team on the road this year. And, um, you know, if we play hockey like that, we're going to win our share of games. And that's what it's, you know, it's going to come down to this, you know, going into the February, March, and, and, and uh, the schedule, like, five-on-five five hockey, penalty killing, all that stuff's so important. Like, you have to be really good five-on-five. Five and... We have to we have to go into after the break and, and going into February we got to play real good defense and we got to play hard. Seems like the defense 
broke up a lot of passes, got in yeah. the way of a lot of plays, and right. kind of kept them from getting the chances? Yeah, it's a, you know, again, we, we preach that, you know, we got to do a good job in our own end, playing defense and having good sticks. You know, we just preach good sticks all the time. Bennington didn't face a lot of shots, but <clears throat> made yeah, all, made a made couple key saves, and that's important. Tell me, coming back, it's with not him. an easy game to play when yeah. you only get 13 shots as a goalie. You know, mm -hmm. it's, but he looked comfortable, and I thought he handled the puck extremely well tonight. And uh, he kept himself in the game by doing that. It's, mm -hmm. it's important, and uh, made a couple big saves when we needed it. Yes, this morning. But why did you choose to come back with him on this game? It's just a gut feeling, and I, uh, I liked, you know, I really, I liked his game in LA. When you allow a team just 13 shots, that is huge. When you allow a team just two shots in one period, that's huge. I don't care if they're a bad team. I don't care if they're a good team. Sure, is it more impressive against a good team? It is. But all of these teams have the ability to beat each other. Whether it's the lowest team in the league with 43 points or the best team in the league with 60-something points. The Blues played a complete game. They played as a team. There weren't any major mistakes really in this game. I'm still thinking they're not going to make the playoffs. I just see a big hurdle of the teams in front of them. It's going to be difficult. But if they play this way every game, they're going to have a chance to win every game. And that's all you ask for as a coach, as a player, as a fan. Just get a chance to win the game. You're not going to win all of them. But if you play well in all facets of the game, you're going to win a ton of games. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, keep moving forward in your life in a positive fashion. Don't let people get you down. And of course, Let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.